question. Do you have a plaque oh. outside your house, Jennifer? <laughs> Now I can touch my toes. <laughs> no, not at all. But I don't know when. Whenever we used to, I I don't know. Sometimes people talk about exercise and yoga and all like, and then they are like, I can't even touch my toes. And then I'm like, no, even I couldn't. But now I can. I'll just show it to you. <laughs> like that. I would some I would want to be a fly on the wall when this segue takes place. That you know what I cannot touch my toes. No, wait, I can. That that would be bad. Because for so many years in school and all, we could never PT class and all. I was so bad at it, and just now that I can achieve something at the age of twenty-five, which is very redundant, very silly, but just makes me really happy. I think PT is literally. should not be called physical training but should be called prescribed torture because that is exactly what it was in school let's be yeah. very there's no yes. point of walking students in the sun at in the searing heat of bombay and gujarat where i live yeah. like this <laughs> that's that's all i'm going to say yeah that's prescribed torture not physical training yeah, okay it's a great place to start prescribed torture is a really good way to start But yeah. welcome everyone. This is uh, technical difficulties, the unofficial Cactus Podcast, and today with me I have Jennifer Vergis, and uh, I'm not going to be doing a drum solo because I've broken my fingers. But uh, Jennifer, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Jennifer. I'm an associate editor in the medicine team. I joined Cactus two years back, and I met a bunch of fun-loving people. that I unfortunately couldn't keep up with because of the lockdown but um i have a lovely team i have an excellent uh, manager that uh, literally can solve any problem of mine after just tell her sneha i'm facing some issue and she just waves a magic wand and my problem is solved so and i enjoy my work i love what i do i wish the days were less hectic so that i could focus on doing what i love more <laughs> but <laughs> even with all of that um, the whole unity that we have uh, is excellent and heartwarming and i do not think that any person across medicine rather would ever let you suffer alone it is always team suffering at the end of the day and i absolutely love that about my team i think we can take this this what jennifer just said we can take this and put give this two great places to work award conference <laughs> and be like okay this is why cactus deserves the award <laughs> yeah and uh, just just so you know you said you have the best boss i can argue that i had the best boss in anisha so yeah <clears throat> but uh, yeah so uh, talking about cactus because um, both of us work over here and that's one thing about you where your story of how you got into editing is similar to how cactus started so can you just run through how you actually got into editing in the first place so yeah All right. So, um for my master's dissertation, I got an offer to move to Lille, which is a small city in France, uh as my university had a tie up with them. And uh the very first day I landed, the head of my department uh sends me an email and I expected that to be a welcome email or some orientation or induction. And because the French are so crisp and to the point, he just started with hi Jennifer, please check this manuscript and let me know whether the language is fine. and i was just taken aback because i am not a writer per se i've never written in my life and i do not think that i have the skills to do so uh, but this was easy because i had to just check 
and read whether the language is fine. And I started on the paper and I realized um, it is rather interesting to point out mistakes in somebody else's writing. And <laughs> it is very uh, interesting to uh, realize that I do remember a lot of Ren and Martin rules that I studied back in school and I could apply them. And um, I just handed over the paper. I expected him to be more well-versed with the language and just he's just as a formality, just getting it checked by a native speaker. But he was taken aback and he extremely liked it that I could I had several corrections to make. And then over the course of six months, I think every week or every two weeks, I used to edit papers. And uh, I was always very strong on doing a PhD. And but then <laughs> the lab life was so haphazard. We go at random times. Our incubation conditions get over. We have to be that odd hours. And just to sit and edit from the comfort of my room felt very interesting. And uh, although I knew Cactus existed as I had a friend here, I never really thought of this as a career per se. Uh, but then just the whole act of just editing papers from the comfort of my room and, you know, uh, having a more work-life balance was uh, very enticing. And I took up the offer and... I joined and I think there was just a one year, two year goal. I remember telling the HR, like, listen, I'm going to go in two years. I'm going to do a PhD. So don't, if you do want to hire me, that's fine because I'm not going to be here for long. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. People do leave and all. And, but it's been two years and I think I have no plans for PhD or I've completely dropped it because I extremely love what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, again, your story is again pretty similar to mine as well because I wanted to do a PhD, but my dissertation taught me not happening, boss. This is not. <laughs> I think that's for a lot of people. <laughs> like for me, the point was very simple. I cannot go for one month into the lab and be like, every day I come with a negative result, and I'm like, dude, this is not happening. I swear, I this swear. Is, this is not happening. Give me something else to do, and then I st and I stumbled. Almost stumbled upon this uh, this job and yeah, I loved every bit of it. So that's a separate story. But yeah, you are also right. Correcting people's mistakes is very pretty much fun. So much. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, it just makes you realize because always I have been corrected. Like everyone, mm. our professors and all, it's just nice to correct an authority figure for once. That is not a very good thing to say, but I think it gave me some sort of happiness at that point. Let's be very honest. For me, my mom is an English teacher. This job is God sent. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, where like literally mom students come to me and they're like, of course you had to take this job. You did not have an option in life. I'm like, yeah, in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, one more question. You started off in 2020. Yep. Uh, you started off in February or Jan? Or? Jan, Jan. Jan 2020 and I am guessing COVID completely screwed over all the plans you had but I have one yeah. question okay. could you tell us about the office environment like just when COVID was starting to become a big thing and how this entire operation send everyone homes went about so do you have okay. any insights into that one yeah yeah sure so um, the first two months, Jan Feb was rather chill. It was like a normal office environment. I think it started in India around March, early March. The whole yeah. hype started and but still nobody was sneezing, coughing as such. So people were rather relaxed. 
But uh, I think second week, I think just end of the first week of March, I think people started coughing and all. And then you could see the paranoia, okay, in people. I remember the one sitting um, next to me and uh, I was talking to her. And we were discussing that time the whole thing was in 14 days it goes away. So you don't have to worry and all. And I was telling this girl next to me like in 14 days it goes. Yeah, it's fine. I think we can get through this. It shouldn't be that worse. She's like, no, no, my God, if you're sneezing, I'm not going to meet you for two months. Don't come 14 days later to the office at all. <laughs> and then I realized people are actually scared. And uh, then I, I never really thought we would go in a full lockdown mode. But there was this pilot run that one department is going to go and work from home. And we are like, okay, okay, when our chance will come, we'll see how it goes and all. I think you just need Wi-Fi and also it's okay, we'll manage and all. And then Christine sends us mail one day, like, listen, from 13 March, the team full entire editing is going to go on lockdown, okay, for a week. We're just going to do a pilot run. Everyone was rather excited one week, nicely relaxed at home, not to come to work and all, then we'll be back. But that pilot run, then always an update would come. No, we are extending, we are extending. Now it's been two and a half years. We are still in that mode. <laughs> I think we are never going back. <laughs> but I really thought that was going to be a brief stint. And I never expected the whole team to pull it off so well for such a long time. And do and still keep up numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is the most surprising bit. Because, and like, I'm, okay, I say it is surprising. But it's also like Cactus already has experience with working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that can be a thing in our favor. But at the same time, like moving everyone and not suffering at all on your mm-hmm. work front is like another amazing thing. But uh, another, so one more question that I do have with anyone who started off during COVID or like adjacent to COVID, which is what it is in your case. How do you actually interact with the people around you? Because for me, this podcast is it. This is how I interact with people around me. Um, but then how do you do it? Making friends, may, uh, talking to your peers, getting that comfort level. How How is it that you manage that? So um, actually, I'm a very uh, shy person. I cannot interact I mean, I cannot make the first move. Always somebody has to come and talk to me for me to talk to them. And thankfully, I don't know if my team figured that out or they were just being polite and thinking, why is this girl such a snob? And they made an effort to talk to me. And that's how I could build up and talk to people. But I think a lot of talking came when I was paired with other people for presentations. So when we had to do presentations together, by default, we had to talk. And then we ended up exchanging numbers because we had to coordinate and stuff like that. In that process, I did make a couple of friends uh, who are still my friends and who who will be, I think, my friends for a long time. And um, I think it all goes out to the people who make effort to talk to people who don't talk. I mean, shout out to those people, especially Amrita from Medicine 5 is one of the most bubbliest girls you'll meet. And she goes all out to talk to people and make people comfortable. So the only reason I have friends is because of these wonderful people who spoke to me and didn't think me of a snob for too long. I think so. <laughs> uh, this is what happened with me. I told Anisha, I told Anisha Kundar, who was my Emmy back then. Hmm. Uh, hey, Anisha, that's what we do. All Anisha is <laughs> Anisha when we talk. Uh, well, I just, and I'll tell you why. I told her that, you know what, I'm I'm finding it difficult to talk to people because I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And then the very next day, she's like, okay, Medwan Neuro, uh, we are going to have morning chai every other day. So <laughs> that just all talk together because this is getting too boring. Mm-hmm. And 
anyone from medward neuro who is listening and is like why did we have to suffer through those morning <laughs> when often times we would be talking about hair products where all the guys would be like what are we doing over here <laughs> so anyone who wants to ask the question why did we suffer through it i am the guilty party i am extremely sorry for that uh, <laughs> anisha did have a way to make people comfortable that i completely agree anisha In was amazing yeah like she had this capability to just put put you at ease within a sentence yeah like that's true. that best quality that she had and i think that's what as a as a leader you you supposed not supposed to but if you have that it's a great thing to have it's a great thing and it really is i think both my managers i had zeba before that though zeba was the quieter one she whenever we had a one on one we always ended up talking about other things other than work as well and uh, it goes the same with sneha and it's it's like she will always we always start with something random and general and then we move on to the work stuff it's never to the point with yeah. uh, both my managers and i think that's an amazing plus point to have in a manager honestly yeah definitely 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 uh all right i think we have got quite a lot of stuff for a person who says you're, you're shy this this conversation went really well all that's all I, that's because it was a scheduled meeting if you leave me alone in a group to talk i will not be able i will just be chatting in the text box and there will be no conversation <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks a lot jennifer this was actually great fun um, thank you shikesh yeah anyone who has any comments or any advice to give to us or on how to get more confident in life please do ping us on our teams uh, this has been shitej in conversation with jennifer jennifer anything you want like to end with please have a nice work life balance i don't have it so i really urge all of y'all to maintain and have one <laughs> and please hydrate and though although uh, uh, y'all may not like to exercise i did not please find something that i like to do and do exercise it does help uh, and i think that is it yeah please do have a work life balance that's super important that's the most important thing yeah. uh all right everyone thank you for tuning in thank you jennifer this has been a great conversation and this is me signing out bye bye